Welcome to Questions About Heaven, a podcast about giving Bible answers to our questions about the afterlife with God. Each week we seek to answer real-life questions with biblical answers about the life beyond this world. Now, here's your host, Brad Zockel. Good day to you. This is Brad Zockel, and you are listening to the Questions About Heaven podcast. This is Tuesday, June 27th, and it has indeed been a busy month here, a wonderful month in our ministry. And I just wanted to share with you that I am very, very excited on being able to go and see some of my friends face-to-face in the month of July as I am gearing up to get in the old car and putter down the road here. I will be in the Pennsylvania area to start off uh, the uh, travel, and I will be in the Harrisburg, Pennsylvania area on July 9th. That's going to be a Sunday, July 9th, and I will be in an all-day session. That means there will be two morning sessions and an evening session where we'll talk about heaven, a Heaven is Home conference that will be on Sunday morning. And we will be at Emmanuel Baptist Church gathering together, Emmanuel Baptist Church. That is located in Mechanicsburg. Pastor Steve Cruz is the pastor. Then I'll be traveling across the state, going to some small Bible studies and meetings and such. My next church meeting will be the next Sunday. That is going to be on Sunday, July 16th. In the morning time, I'll be at Grace Harvest Church in Mercer, Pennsylvania. That is with Dave Talkington, Grace Harvest Church in Mercer, Pennsylvania. Then in the evening time, I will be over 6 o'clock is the evening service. That's Sunday the 16th. I will be at Family Life Ministries. And the assembly is meeting at Mercer Road, but they're in Butler, Pennsylvania. So the name of the road is Mercer, but the city is Butler. Both Mercer, Pennsylvania and Butler are in the Pittsburgh area. So if you're in the Pittsburgh area, I invite you to join me. The pastor of Family Life Ministries is Bobby Heil, and we are really looking forward to getting together as well. The end of the month on July 30th, I will be in South Dayton Baptist Church, Dayton, Texas. And I'm looking forward to seeing if I can't make a trip up to go to Oklahoma during that time, but we'll have to let you know more about that. So I'm going to be on the road here. Uh, July 25th, I'll be in Greer, South Carolina, speaking at a Bible study in Greer on Victor Avenue Extended. That is at People's Baptist Church, People's Baptist Church of Victor Avenue Extended. And so I would love to be able to meet you. Thank you so much for all of your prayers and encouragement and indeed support. If you'd like to know about our ministry, go to zulon.org, X-U-L-O-N.org. Take a look at the itinerary and the different things that we are uh, undergoing in our ministry, our heaven ministry. Now, as you know, I am looking at Revelation chapter 2. A question came up. What I'm going to do in some future podcasts is take questions that have been asked in the emails and go and answer them on the podcast because I'm finding out trying to write letters back to people has been very, very difficult because of the time constraints I'm under. I'm the only one on staff here, and so I find it might be easier for me to answer these questions on podcasts. We'll go to that in a little bit, but let's get started here and look at this. Uh, There was a statement that came up on the TikTok. I I teach TikTok class in the morning at 8.30 a.m. 
a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And there was a comment made in the comment section about, well, I do know that we get a new name. And then someone asked, well, what is this about the new name? And so I thought, well, let's take a look at that because of the many things that we are looking at in heaven. For example, Revelation 2.10, the crown of life, and of course, uh, getting to meet uh, those in heaven that we've never met before. Uh, Matthew chapter 8 and verse 11, Jesus says, you'll be sitting down feasting with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, recognizing people and being recognized, as Paul says in First, this, First Corinthians chapter 13 and verse 12. But we also receive, along with these friendships and face-to-face with God, Revelation 22, 4, we also see this, Revelation chapter 2 and verse 17 tells us about this new name. So what I want to do is give you a background about this, and let's talk about this new name that we believers, the Christians, will receive in heaven. So we have seven churches within Revelation chapter 2 and chapter 3 that are addressed by Jesus himself as the book of Revelation, the apocalyptic book of Revelation is opened. And there's an instruction here, a warning to some, an encouragement to others. And in here, when we're in Revelation chapter 2, opening up the series of um, just messages through these letters to the different churches, we come to a messenger who is delivering a message to the church in Pergamum. And it says this, I'm going to read this, write to the angel of the church in Pergamum. An angel can be another word for messenger, so we don't know whether this means a heavenly messenger or just a pastor. Thus says the one who has the sharp, double-edged sword, I know where you live, where Satan's throne is. This is a terrible city, and this church is located in a, uh, in a place that is very, very wicked, literally known as Satan's throne. Yet you are holding on to my name, and you do not deny your faith in me, even in the days of Antipas, my faithful witness, who was put to death among you where Satan lives. So there's, there is the recognition of their strength. But listen, but I have a few things against you. You have some there who hold to the teaching of Balaam, who taught Balak to place a stumbling block in front of the Israelites to eat meat sacrificed to idols and to commit sexual immorality. In the same way, you have also those who hold to the teachings of the Nicolaitans. So repent. Otherwise, I will come to you quickly and fight against them with the sword of my mouth. Okay, now, there's a lot we could say about that, and I have, in my earlier podcast, talked about Pergamum and what they had been doing, so I'm not going to take time to do that. You can talk about what they did in their compromising, and then the warning here. If you'll go back to my podcast in Revelation chapter 2, what I want to do is key off in this one more time and get some more depth to this about this new name. Verse 17, let anyone who has ears to hear listen to what the Spirit says to the churches. We have the Holy Spirit speaking to the churches. We've talked about the Holy Spirit in speaking. In heaven, it doesn't seem like he is very prominent among the Trinity. We hear him inviting us to salvation, saying this in Revelation 22, verse 17, we hear him speaking in Revelation chapter 14, verse 13, where the voice comes from heaven, blessed are those who die in the Lord. And it says, yes, says the Spirit, they will rest from their labors, not sleeping, not couch potato existence, but resting from the labors of earth, the persecution and the day-to-day drudgery. They will rest from their labors for their works, follow them. And there was a whole wonder of study we've talked about with that. 
and in there. But the, the Holy Spirit is speaking, and he's speaking here. Listen to what the Spirit says to the churches. To the one who conquers, I will give some of the hidden manna. I will also give him a white stone, and on the stone a new name is inscribed that no one knows except for the one who receives it. All right? So when we take a look at this, we see that someone, we're going to kind of go down here. We're not going to talk about the hidden manna, but this one particular verse in the last part of verse 17, I will also give to the overcomer. This is not talking about the complacent Christian or the one who just gives lip service to Jesus. You know, Matthew chapter 7 says there are a lot of people that will be giving assent to Jesus but are not saved. I never knew you, it says. And I'm going to remind you as I remind uh, my classes numerous times, Mark chapter 1, Mark chapter 3, and Mark chapter 5, there are demons themselves that are recognizing Jesus as Lord. That does not save them. So we're talking about overcomers, people who live and proclaim Jesus Christ. As I proclaim to you now in my life, Jesus rules and reigns. Jesus is who I follow. Jesus is my Savior. Jesus is my King. And we live lives of proclaiming. And as we, t- we come upon different difficulties, we look to the Lord, and he calls us in numerous places overcomers, the Christians that overcome these different challenges too. And this is what it's talking about here. To the overcomer, to the Christian, the follower, as John chapter 10, verses 27 through 30 say, those who follow Jesus, not just say his name, but follow him, Well, here's what happens. I'll give him a white stone, and on the stone, a new name is inscribed that no one knows except the one who receives it. Wow, you're talking about something that's very, very fascinating here and very mysterious. So let's kind of dig into this one section and concentrate on this and see if we can't get to some answers here, all right? So we're going to go and take a look, first of all, back in Isaiah chapter 56, Verses 5 through 8, we have something that will give us an idea of this. This could be prophecy if you want to talk about this, but it's more about God giving a new name to followers. Quote, Isaiah 56, verses 5 through 8. Even to them I will give, this is God speaking, even to them I will give in my house and within my walls a place and a name better than that of sons and daughters. I will give them an everlasting name that shall not be cut off. Also, the sons of the foreigner who join themselves to Yahweh, to serve him, to love the name of Yahweh, to be his servants. Everyone who keeps from defiling the Sabbath and holds fast to my covenant, even them I will bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and their sacrifices will be accepted on my altar. For my house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations. The Lord God who gathers the outcasts of Israel says, Yet I will gather to him others besides those who are gathered to him. This is saying in Isaiah 56, God will give both Jew and Gentile who become followers, listen what it said in verse 5, a name better than that of sons and daughters, an everlasting name that shall not be cut off. We're talking about something that is absolutely stunning in this, a new name. Now, when we keep talking about new things, 
we are reminded when we talk about the, what has, the Lord has promised in 2 Corinthians 5.17. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away. New things have come. We keep getting this new and this new. Well, as we've talked about before, this is the word kainos. And what it means is, it is not just saying new, the next one coming down the, the conveyor belt, okay? The new, no, it's not saying that. It's talking about new in quality, or you can say this, they, it has never been used before. It has never been exercised before. This is totally new. You can even intimate it's not even been imagined before. Kainos, and that's what it says about this new creature. Every man who has come, every woman who has come to Christ, if you are in Christ, you are a kainos, new creature. Old things have passed away. Well, within that, we're taking a look and understanding this Isaiah 56 passage could very well be brought to you in talking about this. What a powerful, powerful promise here. A new name. Now, what in the world is this talking about? A stone with a new name on it. Well, the first thing I want to go backwards here, it is saying this. No one knows except this person. This name is secret. Only to the one who receives the stone. They receive to the stone. So it, it, it's more intimating when you have the stone. No one knows except for the one receiving the stone. Not the new name, but that stone. When we see this, we're always talking about whenever the Lord has someone who is close to them, they receive special favor. This is why we talk about, so important, Psalm 91, those who abide under the shadow of the Almighty, this is the one who, who abide in the secret place of the Most High, they will find a wonder and a, and a safety here in walking with the Lord and enjoying him one-on-one. -on -one. It's what we call God and I time in certain places. It's just being with the Lord and day by day being with him. Think about it, Exodus chapter 33 and verse 11. Thus Yahweh used to speak to Moses face to face, just as a man speaks to his friend. This is an amazing truth when we talk about this, and we're looking at the closeness, closeness of the Lord to those who really find and seek him. Daniel, think about it in Daniel chapter 9. I've talked about this many times. Daniel had a wonderful prayer to the Lord, knowing that his people were captive, but he also says, I deserve it as well. His prayer in Daniel chapter 9 is amazing. Gabriel comes down to visit and says this, at the beginning of your prayer, your supplications, the command was issued from God, and I have come to tell you, for you are highly esteemed, Daniel, so give heed to the message and gain understanding of the vision. Because Daniel is highly esteemed, he received the secret things of the Lord. The vision, which we know in chapter 12, it says, it's not time. The emphasis is upon you have received something intimate and you have received something private on here. And when we take a look at this, we can see in this what an important truth there is on this name of being for the individual believer. We're going to go back to Revelation chapter 3, verse 12. He who overcomes, once again, the word overcome, I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God, and he will not go out from it anymore. I will write on him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which comes out of heaven from my God and my new name. So it can be 
This may refer to those, the name of God, the name of God. So let's go and let's go back, okay? No one knows except him. We're talking about secret, one-on-one, the individual, just like we looked at in Revelation 21, verse 4. God will wipe away every tear from the eye of the believer in heaven. This is an individual God, a God of the individual. We're not grouped as a massive mob and collectively just given one item or one thing. There is individuality all through the scripture, and we've studied that as well. And we're emphasizing it here. You are receiving a new name. Now, this can be, think about this. When we look at this, this said, God will give him a new name, and that's in, that, that was what was said in, to the church in Philadelphia in Revelation chapter 3, starting about verse 12. But it can also be a new name given to the overcomer. So think about this. This can be, this is a new name, and we're talking about the, uh, the, the specialness of it. But Bible scholars are not exactly sure if this saying, you will receive, such as uh, the 144,000 missionaries, they received the name of God on their forehead. That's a new name. They hadn't had that name put on them, but it also can be that the individuals are given a new name. And either way, whichever way that you go, this is a mystery, but it's not anything that would split uh, groups of Bible students on this. This is just a fascinating thing. So it might mean that when we're looking at this particular individual name given, that would be possible. It can be the name of victory, for example. And uh, whenever we think of, oh, think about it like this. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 15 and 16. I'm going to read this to you. For he who is spiritual appraises all things, yet he himself is appraised by no one. For, listen carefully, who has known the mind of the Lord that he will instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. In saying, the natural person, the person of the secular world, would not know this. Who has known the mind of the Lord that he will instruct him? You can't just say that, well, I, I feel that God's taken me this way. Now, you've never submitted yourself to him. That's what's intimated in here, too. And you can see Isaiah chapter 62 and verse 2 also says, The nations will see your righteousness and all kings your glory, and you will be called by a new name, which the mouth of the Lord will designate. So this can be a label of victory, an identification such as you are named by your nationality or your ethnicity, and people will see you for that here. Uh, you are identified. Or you're on a winning team, and you're wearing the uniform in the championship circle, and people are identifying you're a part of the winners. Or for that matter, you're in the stands, and you've given your loyalty to that team that won the major championship there. That could be that. Well, um, you, you, you look at this, and it's telling us something that's saying that God is making you special. He's giving you something that is going to identify you, whether it is a new name. See, I think of uh, Simon Peter. Jesus has given Simon, your name was Simon. Now you're Simon Peter. And so you can say this. It could be that we're given an extra name as Simon Peter was, but we're just not positive on this. So let's settle for our thinking right now. The fact is this, that we are given a name 
even closer, however, and in what way it's given to us, as it says in Isaiah, the prophecy promise is, it's even closer than a name given to a son or daughter. We keep looking once again at the family image that is given all through the scripture. You are my children. I am your father. We are brothers and sisters in Christ, and on it goes. So may we say this at the end of this podcast, that we are looking at something special given by the Father. And there's no compromising that, that this is going to be for the individual Christian, for the overcoming Christian. Among the awards and rewards is also the title, a title which is intimate, which is personal, and which is mighty holy, given by God himself. Brad here, I appreciate you so very, very much helping our ministry, and I hope that you take this as we look at this in Revelation chapter 2. And you might be encouraged, Christian, you are an overcomer, and you will be recognized as such. Isn't that important? A lot of people say, the rewards are very secondary, Brad. Oh, I agree with you. The recognition and the Lord saying, just as we see in Luke chapter 12, Luke chapter 19, you've done a, you, you've done a loyal job. You've done a great job. You are going to be rewarded and recognized into the joy of the Lord the comfort of the Lord, Luke chapter 16. I think that is what many a Christian looks forward to most of all, being with Christ and being in his favor forever. Thank you so much. God bless you. And Lord willing, we'll talk soon. Thanks for joining us this week on Questions About Heaven with Brad Zockel of the Zulon International Bible Institute. Be sure to visit our website, zulon.org, to learn more about our Bible ministry. That's X-U-L-O-N.org. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. And keep an eye out for our upcoming ebook, Questions About Heaven. Thanks, God bless you, and have a great day.